Warning, this podcast will challenge your thinking. Welcome to Business Problems Solved. In this podcast, we help you solve your business problems by providing real examples and practical approaches to make today better than yesterday. Introducing your host, the multi-sector, self-professed, most improved improvement person and qualified business problem solver. Lee Horton. Hey, as you're probably aware, in our business, Get Knowledge, we have four values. These values spell out fact. The first one, the F, is all about fun. And that's what I get to talk about today with Sonny Sandwell of Fun at Work. Hope you enjoy it. Hey, it's Lee. Welcome to Business Problem Solved. Today, I have the great pleasure of chatting with the person that I think has got the most exciting job title in the world, the Director of Fun at Fun at Work. Hello there, Sonny Sandwell. How are you? Hi, nice to see you. I'm good, thank you. Good, no, great. Well, firstly, thanks very much for uh, for taking the time out and chatting with me today. Um, what I'd really like to understand is for there might be some people listening that, that don't know who is Sonny Sandwell, what is a director of fun, and out, so I guess, starting off, how do you get to sit in that seat that you're in today? What's your journey? How have you got there? Um, who are you? Who am I? It's been a long journey. <laughs> <laughs> I've, um, you, you've managed to keep all your hair though oh yeah just just there's a few yeah. greys in there that are hiding um uh. yeah um so my journey okay I'll, I'll start right at the beginning so um when i was very young many many years ago i always wanted to work in an environment that was happy I, I, that's what gave me the buzz, you know, seeing people smile and um, interacting with people that were positive. So in, in my head, even when I was at school, that's what, that's what I said to the careers advisors, I want to work in a happy environment. And to me, the, the only avenue that I could see that I could go down to do that was the hotel industry. Um, yeah. So when I went to college, I did a work placement in in a couple of hotels and then soon realized that actually that wasn't for me. Um, it wasn't quite what I, I was expecting and, and what I was looking for. So I then went on to do a degree in public relations and management and public relations introduced me to the event side of um, the industry that I'm in now. Um, I realized that public relations wasn't for me, but again, I could take the parts out of it. And that, that's the nice thing about a journey is that you can take elements out of it and, and create what you want to do at the end and, and that was the journey I was going on um, so I did a degree and then went to work in public relations like I say soon realized it wasn't for me um, and then started working for the NSPCC um, which was a fantastic part of my journey and that was um, organizing events for the charity and I worked my way up there to be the special events manager um, but again, I was looking for something else. I, I wanted to be in control, I suppose, of, of my own destiny. Um, and I decided to set up Sunshine Games, um, which then developed into Sunshine Events. And that we, we set the business up really with the, the sole aim of providing something a bit different, um, particularly to to the corporate market where they were looking for um, they were looking for a supplier but they were looking for um, a trusted supplier that completely got it, that completely got how to engage people, how to get the culture right, and also have quality um, entertainment equipment. 
So we did Sunshine events for many years and we, we still do and it's, it's very successful. Obviously being hit very hard by the current um, situation that we're in, but you know, we, we will get comebacks bigger and stronger and better. Um, but whilst on the journey with Sunshine events, we, we are now a national company. We cover the whole of the country. We've got about 70 staff. Um, we've got some fantastic people that work with us. Those people are highly engaged. They want to come to work. They stay with us. They don't go. We have families that work with us. So we have sons, fathers, granddads, mothers, sisters, and everybody connects, um, which is lovely because they recommend us as a great place to work. And we're called the Fun Experts. So every member of our team is a fun expert. And that's part of our core values that they live and breathe being a fun expert. So a couple of years ago, um, we realized that we had something quite unique. We were winning awards. We won Employer of the Year, Corporate Social Responsibility, Leisure Business of the Year. Um, the, you know, we were winning lots of awards and everybody was saying, actually, you're doing something different here. What are you doing? What, what's happening? Why, why, why do people, why, why are your team so engaged? Especially a lot of our team are, are working remotely as well. Um, so that, that makes it a bit more challenging to keep them engaged. But we realised that it was because we were having fun. Now, it sounds really simple because other companies say, well, we have fun. We have a table football in the office and, you know, yeah. we, we all play that. But actually what we were doing was different. And it was only when we took a step back that we acknowledged this. And the difference was that we were playing on new equipment regularly. So as and when it arrived for Sunshine events, we would test it, we would try it, we'd have competitions on it. So there was a purpose to our fun. Now, I think sometimes when we, when we say fun in the workplace, people think it's um, silly fun or unproductive, a distraction. But my business is evidence that it isn't that. It yeah. isn't distracted. Because what we do is we, like I say, we organise competitions, so we give purpose to the fun. You know, and, and people don't take advantage because you trust people to do it. And what it does do is is then benefit the business, which again, we're evidence of. So it, it builds stronger teams. So the, the teams start to work together. So it breaks down the silos, which I know is a, a big problem in, in a lot of companies. Um, and it facilitates more collaboration so people work together. So all of a sudden you'll have somebody from finance playing against somebody from HR or, you know, yeah. and it, it's great that, and, and, you know, me as the director, I'll be playing with one of our event fun experts and you're all on a level. It's a complete leveler when you're playing a game together because actually your ultimate game is just to beat them <laughs> and get on the, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to get the top of the leaderboard. So completely. We, we launched the concept um, of fun at work and, that was introducing regular equipment into offices and, and yeah. rotating it on a monthly basis. So there's something for everybody, any age can play it, any ability. Um, and we, we did it in lots of um, companies, like I say, as a pilot. And the outcome from that was absolutely incredible. The difference that it made to those working environments. Um, 
it, it made a difference in terms of you know the, the business aspect, the productivity, um, the sales figures. Certainly in contact centres, the sales figures went up as a result because people were more yeah. energised. Um, and and that's that's where we started really, and that's how I've become the director of fun. I run the business with my husband as well. He's the other director of fun. And and yeah. we like to make people smile. We like to, you know, we enjoy what we do. We want the people that work for us to enjoy what we do. And we now want, yeah. you know, we're now able to provide a solution to our customers to enable them to enjoy what they do as well and enjoy coming to work. I love that. I love that. I, lo- I love uh, part the, the part of your story where you said you, t- you took a, a step back and you analysed what it was that was different about yourselves and, and what you did. And then from that, you've then created a new product or a new stream for, for, for what you're doing as well. But what is your definition of fun? What is fun to the director of fun? It's to make people smile. Having fun relaxes people. And it, it releases the natural endorphins, so it energizes you, you know. And, and I don't think that there's one type of fun that fits all. And I think that that's the danger sometimes with, with companies is they try and force people down a certain route of fun. So it, yes. I hear it time and time again where a business owner will say, we try and organize social events and nobody will come. Well, actually, what that director should be doing is sitting back and thinking, well, why aren't they coming? You know, what's the reason? And it may be to do with their home life. Um, you know, it might be that people see that as work and they don't want to socialise with the colleagues. Or not, There isn't one thing that fits everybody. Um, and fun certainly shouldn't be forced on people. It should be something yeah. that people want to take part in. But the interesting thing, actually, is um, with, with fun at work and what we do with the equipment is that so many people say that even if they don't play, even if they don't have a go on the equipment, they like the fact that it boosts the atmosphere, it boosts the vibe. And that, that's something that people used to say, or still do say, not used to say, um, <laughs> still do say when we, when we go back to our office, um, yeah. that actually you can feel a culture when you go into a workplace. You can feel that vibe. You can feel if it's a nice place to work and you can feel if yeah. it's got the energy. And that's what that's what we try to, to help companies with is put that energy in um, and give that vibe. So if not everybody takes part in the equipment, it's fine because they'll still yeah. benefit from the, the heightened atmosphere. Do you think it's important to take a step back from doing what they're doing on the day? So... When, when, when I talk to people, so one of my, um, in, in my company, uh, with Jason, Get Knowledge, we've got uh, four values. They spell it the word fact, and the first, the F stands for fun. So what we, what we try to do, we try to deliver what we're doing in a fun way to help people smile and enjoy themselves going through what they're doing. But that's doing a particular task. Do you think there's added benefits to, because what you're doing is, is something different, because you're, you're getting people to step away from what they're doing, um, and they're playing together with a purpose to try to, to win a prize or to be victorious in, in what it is. Do you think it's, is it two completely separate things? And do you think taking a step back and doing something completely different is important to, to creating that en- environment of fun? Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. I think fun in general is a good thing for us and for mental health and well-being. 
So obviously, yeah. you know, it is connected in, in that way. But what we do is, you're absolutely right, so many, um, so many companies expect people to come into work and sit at a computer and not move away from the computer and just yeah. be productive. Now, actually, the facts show that you can't do that. You need to step away. So every 50 minutes, what you should do is take a break. You know, whatever that break may be, it may even be going to make a drink. But one of the breaks may be that you go and have some fun and it gives you that yeah. energy and that break away. Because what, what a lot of people find is when are taking breaks. Actually now, more and more people are going on their telephones. First thing they do is set the mobile out and check the social media. So they're going from one screen to another and actually that isn't good for our mental health or they're going outside and smoking, which isn't very good for their health. Um, and that's the other nice effect with fun at work is the, the amount of people that have said to us that they've given up smoking now because the, the competitive edge and they just want to, um, they, they want to play on the equipment and they get excited oh, about wow. coming into work. Yeah. 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 We, we, we've had some amazing feedback, um, you know, and all of that is, is benefiting the company and benefiting the employees as well. So it's a win-win. Yeah. yeah, completely, completely. So if we just talk about the principles of what you're trying to, um, introduce and instill in the cultures of organisations. It's about every X number of minutes taking a break from doing what you're doing. It's about um, coming together with different part, um, different parts of the organisation, breaking down those silos, and but doing something that's fun to um, to um, compete against each other, for, for example. Um, and is is there? Because I guess what, what I'm trying to, where I want to try to get to is if somebody sat there today listening to what we're talking about and they're going, right, okay, how do, how do I have more fun um, and how do I try it, what, what, what could they do if they, if they sat there now? What, what options do they have? Um, apart from obviously ringing up the director of fun and going, bring us some equipment. <laughs> Absolutely. What, what yeah, which is which is obviously the ultimate um, fun option. Um, yeah. But what could they do to to try to be more fun um, in the in the work environment? Now, do you have any like top fun tips? Yeah, I, I as a business owner, as a director, I would like to see more um, more people like me putting more importance on the fun aspect, and I'd like fun to be part of people's core values so we all look at the balance sheet we all look at attrition rates we all look at the profit and the productivity but actually it's putting the importance on fun playing a massive part in all of those things um, the solutions are very different for different companies in all honesty yeah. i mean obviously fun at work is is the easy solution for people and it's the cost effective solution but i am going to say that but it, it really is it's, it's proving it um but actually you know i i think the the solution is doing things regularly not too much, not so it becomes a distraction, but if it's too 
if it, if it's too sporadic, for example, team building is a is a big one for this, where people will do one big team building event every year, which is fantastic. But actually, what happens after that team building is the when people come back from a team building event, they're all very excited very energized and it's been fantastic and they'll share stories about it but then that interest and that excitement and those endorphins start to wane off after a few days after a few weeks and then you're back to square one but actually if you keep injecting that little bit of fun for some people it may be that you buy them lunch once a month it may be that you all go out for a walk together you know it, it could be something as simple as that, but it just injects and it shows your employees that you care about them. It shows that you're trying to do something different. And also it makes you a more attractive employer because yes. again, it's certainly worked for us where people want to come and work for you. So yeah. you know, it cuts down, I mean, recruitment fees um, and you know, finding employees is not easy. So if you can make yourself an attractive employer, and if people know that you're a great place to work, you'll find it so much easier. So again, saves you costs as well. Yep, yep, no, completely, completely. Is it is it just fun? So is, is your secret um, at, at fun at work and, and sunshine events, is it just that it's a fun place to be and you um rotate or you get people to to have a go on the the games and stuff as they come in or is there is there anything else that 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 helps you um create that culture that you've got that award-winning culture that you've got yeah no absolutely and we're we're under no disillusion that fun isn't the only thing It, it isn't the only thing that you need in a business to make the culture right and to be a successful business it's like a jigsaw and and fun is one element of that so absolutely you can't put fun into a business if everything else around it is crumbling but what it does is it 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 certainly um it binds it all together to to make it a stronger organization by having we have fun in our core values as you would expect um actually what that does is it gives everybody that works with us a purpose. And also anybody that comes to work for us that gets interviewed is interviewed against the core values as well. So we want to know that they fit into our organization. Um, but no, absolutely, you know, it is a, it is a jigsaw, but it's, um, it's realizing that the most valuable asset is our people and invest yes. in our people and they will look after our organization and yeah. it will be a far better place to to be for everybody including the business owners the managers the directors if you've got a happy yeah. team that have been productive and yeah. dealing with customers in the right way again if they're dealing with customers in an energized way that can only be beneficial to to the company and the the overall business Completely. When you said before about um, about team building events and people having the endorphins straight after, and, and that uh, for a few days, and then then it waning off. Um, the the what popped into my head then is is 
what I've seen in some organisations is when, when they've awarded a bonus or when they've been on a um, team building event, an employee engagement survey very soon, the annual employee engagement survey follows very quickly after that. <laughs> which, what a coincidence. <laughs> yeah, I know. Shock horror. Um, so, so they're a great place to work for that day, for that day, and that's what people believe. But um, what what your what the solution that, that that you've got there and that you're recommending is is something that irrelevant of the time of year that you survey your people, because um, I think what you you mentioned as well consistency as well, and it's all it's about. For me, it's about having that rather than it just being one a year, once a year. The example you said right at the very start is if you uh, you might have a table football, but that table football thing might have been there three years ago off the back of a annual employee engagement survey. So you've forgotten about your people. So it is all about your people. I completely agree with you. How how do you how do you know that people are having fun? You you can measure it. Not only from your engagement surveys, which you're absolutely right with that. You're absolutely um, right that quite often things like fun are seen as a tick box exercise. So we will we will provide that table football or we will provide that social event because that's what we're, we're supposed to do. What we want people to do is actually feel it, feel it and... and and live and breathe it, like we say, the longevity, the continuous. Um, yeah. You'll know people are having fun because they'll tell you. They will tell you. Yeah. The fact that you can recruit easier will tell you. And currently, um, it's been amazing, actually, because while we've been going through COVID-19, our culture has really shone through. And right. our employees are the first to check we're okay. They're the first to check each other are okay because they're actually missing work. Yeah. They are really wow. missing it. And they, they've got a WhatsApp group and I see the messages where they, you know, they can't wait to get back because wow. their colleagues, um, it sounds a little bit cheesy this and it's not meant to, but their colleagues they genuinely see as friends. And I think yep. that having fun and laughing gels people together like that. So you you, you do become friends and that, yep. that's a fantastic thing for a company to have. You know, it's, it's really precious and something yeah, that we would like to see in other companies. Yes, yeah. And you said at the start as well that a large proportion of your workforce are remote workers um, or... How how do they stay engaged? How do they have fun? What what is it, what's the secret with with? Because I think we're going to get into a. I mean, people are using the term the new normal, aren't they? But well, I mean, whatever it is that we're we're about to uh, embark upon, um, then more and more people are going to be home working. More and more people are going to be remote and and, and things. So what's the, what's the secret with with non um, office or building based individuals? Yeah, no, you're right. The, the new norm, um, whatever that may be. And I actually think that it won't be everybody working from home because people yeah. miss people. There's nothing like interaction. Um, I know we've got Zoom and it's a fantastic tool and it's opened our eyes to to how we can communicate in this way. But, but actually there's no better than being in the same room with people and and 
you know, having that creativity, having that interaction. And I'm missing that. I know my teams are missing that. You know, I think I think it is so important. Um, engaging a team remotely um, is is something that we're working on actually because more and more of our customers are asking for it while they are working from home. We do have the the things like quizzes, we do laughter yoga, we do singing classes, lots of things like that. Um, again, I think while people are working from home, don't force the fun on them. Yeah. Invite them to the fun, but don't force yeah. it. Because at this time, people have to look after the mental health and well-being. And it may be that actually you can make somebody smile by having a one-to-one with them as a manager. Or you can make them smile. See, we we do regular um, catch-ups on Zoom and videos with with our teams um, and with our customers as well. And if people don't come, again, because it's not for everybody, we'll send it out. We'll send whatever we've been doing out on the communication channels. So from the comfort of their own home, when their children have gone to bed or whenever they get a spare time, they can engage with what we've been doing as well. So they feel involved, they feel included, but they've not been forced to do it. And I think while people are working from home, you have to adapt to their home lives, really. Completely. What's the difference between forcing them and inviting them? Because um, if you send them, because some people might perceive an invite to be expected to um, to, to to go to it. So how, how can you move it from the perception of forced to being feel like it's just a, it's an open invite? Is, is, is there any skills to that? I think it's enticing them in a way making it so good that people want to be part of it. Because if if you thought, and we, we've done this in events with Sunshine Events. I remember doing a team building event years ago where it was a group of builders actually, and there was about 50 builders that had all been forced to do the team building event. Not one of them wanted to do it. They said that they had to do it or their boss would pull them in for a disciplinary I've never heard anything similar and I don't know how that would stand up, but actually what it made me realize is you can't force people, but actually, I mean, at the end of it, they all came and gave us a hug. They absolutely loved it because it was fun. We weren't forcing them to, to do anything. Um, but I, I, I think it is just about enticing people and almost giving them permission to let go, giving them permission. And, and we've noticed that with, when we take equipment into offices, it's about giving them permission, embracing that culture where you don't have to look over your shoulder. You're trusted. You know, you're trusted by the directors to not take advantage and, and yeah. actually just take a bit of time out to enjoy yourself. And that's okay. Yeah. That's okay to do. Allow it. And then you, you will, people will naturally get involved in what you do if you create, create the right environment. Yeah, so how how could you go about enticing somebody? So, and the reason, right? So I was uh, I was supporting an organisation um, a, a good number of months ago now, and I was asked to support an engagement day where they would invite all of the shifts to the engagement day, 
um, and then they would track the response rates of everybody that turned up. They would, uh, every, everybody was in debt a certain number of hours because they'd had a change of the rotor. So to work those hours down, they, were, they had to go to the engagement day as well, which isn't the most engaging way to have an engagement day. So, how do so that's you, forcing them, isn't it? That, that is a force, yeah, that is a force. So, so no wonder they didn't want to be there. They're going to push against that, aren't they? they, they they're going to come, push against it because the, it's not being delivered to them in the, the right way. Yes. So if, if it was yours, if it was your organisation, and you, so you're talking about enticing people, what language would you use? And, and what, I guess, how would you entice somebody? What would you do? How would you do it? Do you know, it's similar to marketing in a way. Put yourself in their shoes. So if you put yourself in their shoes, so instantly, as you were telling me that scenario, if I was in their shoes, I would feel forced and I wouldn't really want to do it. But actually, what would entice me to do it is if there was something in it for me, because actually people want to know what, what, what they're going to get out of it. Is it going to help me do my job better? Is it going to make my working environment better? Um, am I going to get time off from it? What's going to be expected of me when I'm there? People, people want to know what's in it. And it may be the, I mean, when I say entice people, it's enticing them with, the knowledge that they're going to enjoy it, you know, they're going to. Yeah. People are very, um, very reluctant to get involved in things outside of work on a social level if they're forced to do it because it's just like going yeah. to work. What happens is when people are forced into those situations, they tend to close. Their department will all sit together. And they rarely interact with each other. It's like being, actually, it reminds me of um, my well, a friend of mine's wedding a few years ago where everybody was mixed up and nobody could sit with each other. So I didn't yeah. sit with my husband. I didn't sit with any of my family. Um, and that just filled everybody with dread. It was a room yeah. full of uncomfortable people. Even though everybody had a common connection with the, with the bride and groom, it just made everybody panic. When actually, you know, don't make people panic. Don't put people in uncomfortable situations. You know, you, you can still get the same output. I'm not saying for people not to push their expectations and, and push themselves. But you, you've got to put yourself in their shoes and, how, and then you... you easily work out what they're going to how they're going to react yeah yeah no i love that love that can you so um another question is, can you start with fun or do you have to end with fun and what i mean by that is when we're talking about building a culture and we talk about it's and i think before you said it's the it's the glue that holds it all together do you need can can you start with fun being the foundation or does it need does fun need to be um, the the kind of the filler at the end, or does, or does it not matter? I wouldn't say it's the foundation. Okay, I I would say that I mean certainly from my point of view, we we always incorporated it. Now that's easy for us because of the type of business that we're in. Um, yeah. I would I would say incorporate it from the beginning, but it's not the foundation because your foundation is is making sure that you've. You've got your marketing, you've got your finance, all the, all the different elements that, that go into a business. Um, and, and then, you know, 
you have fun as well as those. You can't have it on its own because actually it may become a distraction. And we, you know, we have seen it in um, workplaces where if they do silly kind of fun. So there, there was one organisation that we went into and they said, we, we, we've tried everything now. They said, we, we even have dress up Friday where everybody comes in fancy dress. Now, instantly, if I put myself in the employee's shoes there, to be expected to dress up every Friday, to have to think what to wear to dress up every Friday, yeah. just causes a negativity. So again, it's not easy for people to do. Um, it, it's got to work for the people. It's got to work for the company as well. It can't be a distraction because if you're a growing company, you you absolutely need to focus on on the right things. And you know, certainly yeah. by having a fun element can be incorporated into your KPIs as well. And and have a calendar. You know, certainly with mental health first aiders um, and and well being being so important in organisations now. Most companies are. are starting to put together the plans to have a calendar of events, team building. It doesn't have to be really expensive things. It really doesn't. It can be something that makes a, a big impact for not a lot of, a lot of um, money, really. Yeah, completely. You mentioned the word KPI then, and then um, over your left-hand shoulder, you said that he's got, uh, there's, a, there's a picture there that says the secret to increasing product productivity as well. Um, how ha yeah? How have you made the link between fun and productivity, or sales figures that you quoted earlier on? How how do you know that that's the that's that's the thing that's contributed to it? How how could how have you quantified it? So I'll start answering that with with my business. So yeah, so we have biggest um, MPS stores in our industry. Um, which is 87% at the moment, which is higher than really? Apple, what it was last time I looked. Um, yeah. So if so, because of what we do, our, our customers buy from, oh, our sales team are very happy, very smiley, and that encourages the customers to buy. People want to buy from happy people, you know, and, yeah. and our event staff, make such fantastic events because of who they are, because of the fun experts, because, you know, they enjoy what they do. That makes them more productive. And ultimately that affects your KPIs. You know, it, how many times do we go into a shop and as we walk out, we say, oh, they were really lovely, those people. They were really lovely. It wasn't about what you bought. It wasn't about the product. It's about the people. And by investing in yep. the people, that increases the productivity. So from my business, we're the evidence of it. Um, but also with the companies that we work with, the feedback that we get, um, again, from sales teams where they say because they're having the regular breaks, their sales figures have gone up. So the evidence is there. Yeah, no, I love that. I love that, and because I've I've got a model that basically says I've called it the best model, which is a little bit grand and it's a little bit full of itself just by its title. But um, it's 
it starts off with business targets as unlike 10 15 years ago people and consultants worked in businesses trying to improve business targets and then about five to ten years ago consultancies where they like it's all about customer satisfaction so it goes from targets to so satisfaction is the s and then about two years ago well-being became the thing and then so that's employee engagement um so that's the ES than the T. And then the B part of it is leadership behaviour because I, I'm, I'm a, I fundamentally believe that how a leader behaves drives how an employee, the engagement of the employee, then the employee engagement drives customer satisfaction and customer satisfaction drives business targets and results. And, and I think a leader being bought in to creating a culture that, that has fun in it is is going to then lead up through the employee engagement customer satisfaction and naturally so yeah i was i'm really keen to to explore all ways um that we can quantify how how a leader behaves the culture that they create the, the language that they use um impacts their people and and the fact yeah. that that the organizations that, that you're fortunate enough to to support and work with allow their people to, to take these regular breaks, to get in competitions, and then see the results that follow, I think I think is an amazing thing. It's an amazing yeah, thing. Yeah, 100%, the, the, leaders, the leadership um, of the company have to buy into it. They have to get involved with it. And it has to work for their company as well. So when we say regular breaks, not all the companies that we work with have regular breaks. It depends what they do. So some companies, have the fun there, but it's dipping into it as and when they want to. So it's, again, it's not forcing a certain situation. The, the regular breaks works brilliantly with contact centres. It doesn't work as well with, with other organisations if they're, um, you know, working in a, a, a warehouse where they, they're operating machinery. It may be that they can't take those breaks the same. Um, so. Yeah adapt it to suit your company and adapt it to suit your people. But absolutely, if the leadership team are bought into it, and it, it's not just buying into it and, and saying that you're buying into it, you've actually got to do it as well. You've got to live it and yes. breathe it and say it and, and you know embrace it with your team. So yeah, have a go on the stuff with people, get involved. That's what it's about. And it's amazing what conversations you can have when you're on a piece of equipment, you know, because, again, all the, all the hierarchy in an organisation disappears when you're trying to beat somebody on a piece of equipment. And that, that's fantastic because you can learn a lot about that, that person. And, and the interesting thing is um, a lot of companies that we work with have started to use the equipment for recruitment as well which is lovely. It's something oh, wow. we've always done. Um, and so if somebody comes in for an interview, invite them onto the equipment, have it there. And again, breaks down the silos, breaks down the nerves that they might feel at that interview. And you get a much better interview from them. You can really get under the skin and find out about them. Yeah, no, I, I love that because you, you're getting to know the per. It's it's the bar exactly like you said. The barriers are coming down. The the pre-rehearsed um, answers to the competence-based questions are out of the window. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, I, I love that. I love that. What does the director fund? I was just going to say you can yes. see how competitive they are as well. So if they are in a yeah, yeah. sales environment and you're particularly yeah. looking for that, then that's brilliant. Whereas actually, if they say, yeah, I'm okay, I, I don't want to have a go, you, you also find out about them. And, you know, it's, it's a great way to um, 
great way to recruit. It is, yeah, no, I really like that. If they beat you, do they not get the job? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what does what does the director of fun do for fun? Oh gosh, that's a good question. I go on every piece of equipment and test it. <laughs> that's for sure. So I can yeah, tell amazing. everybody about it. Yeah. And what's your what's your favourite piece of equipment? We've got um, a light reaction game, which is brilliant. Um, where there's a it's a big electronic board and different lights pop up and you've got to hit each one as it lights up. I'm doing the actions here, but you can't see yeah. that. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's really addictive because there's a timer on yeah. there as well. Um, and because you're competing against the person opposite you, it's just, it's fantastic. It's really good fun. But you yeah, know, all the I'm... traditional ones like table football as well, you know, th those ones work brilliantly. We, we did an yeah. event, um, we did an event, we did um, a, a delivery at one of our fun at work companies um, a few months ago. And they actually booed us as we took the equipment away. And, and wow. it was okay, they booed us because it was the first month that they'd had the equipment and we were going in to replace it with the next equipment. And the, the leaders of this company had decided to keep it as a surprise. They didn't tell everybody that's what was happening. So it was when we went to take the equipment out they booed and then they cheered again when we brought the next piece of equipment in. <laughs> so it was fantastic. We say we're the only company to be happy to be booed. Yeah, no, fantastic, fantastic. And um, you said at the start as well that there's two directors of fun um, in, in your organisation. Which one's the most fun? Oh, that's a good question. Well, it's obviously me. <laughs> 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 no, James, my husband, um, I actually rescued him in all honesty because he was an accountant. <laughs> oh. He was an accountant <laughs> many years ago. And yeah. because the, the business started to grow, he, he came to join me. So he's the serious side of our business. Um, and I'm probably the, the more fun side, but we're both directors of fun. <laughs> yeah, brilliant, brilliant. Good and, question. Um, and what does it... What does a director of fun have for the tea? Have for the tea? Well, I'm vegetarian, Lee. Yeah. Oh, are you? Yeah, vegetarian. So um, I have anything vegetarian. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that, that's the beauty of um, spending so much time at home at the moment is I'm actually dusting off my cookery books and I'm actually Amazing. getting to delve into them, which I've not had time to do before. So I'm experimenting with all kinds of things. And um, yeah, I'm getting to know my spices again, Lee. <laughs> there, there, there we go. There we go. Yeah, no, brilliant. Thank, thank, thank you for that little insight. That's, uh, that's amazing. Yeah. Um, so I guess, um, just to, just to summarise, I'd really like, just before we wrap this up, or as we wrap this up, for you just to, just to really summarise, why... Why is fun important? What what is it that why is it important, Sonny? Because it's the like I say, it's the I mean lubrication for your business. It's the it's the thing that'll hold your business together if you're going through tough times, going through good times. It's it's the um I think it's the missing ingredient in a lot of businesses that that if they injected the fun in there and the laughter and the smiles, they, they would see a big difference. 
Yeah, and I, I loved what you said as well. It's it's individual. It's each individual person has fun in a slight. It has a slightly different interpretation of what's fun for them, um, and you can only get to that by 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 speaking to them, which I think is so so important. So no, yeah. that's, no that's really good. But their really fun good. may their fun may just be listening to other people having fun, and that's okay. That you know, again, don't force it. And, and sometimes that is the case. You know, they just want to hear yeah. other people laughing and smiling. Fine. Yeah, yeah, no, I love that. I love that. If people want you to know more about you, Sonny, and, uh, and and fun at work and sunshine events, what, what would they do? Where could they go? How would they go about it? Okay, well, they, they can Google Google me or, or look me up on LinkedIn, send me a message. Um, there is a website, funatwork.co.uk. Um, or the funexperts.co.uk have a look on there lots of different ways to find me but it's sunny sandwell <laughs> yeah perfect perfect i just want to say thank you again for your time today it's been an absolute pleasure to chat through with you on on what is fun how can people be more fun and the importance of fun because like i said right at the start i think i think it is really important it's one of the one of the values in, in, in our business. Um, so I really wanted to, to really understand more about it. So thank you for your, for your insights today. It's been an absolute pleasure and a privilege to chat with you. Thank you. Thanks for inviting me. Thanks for listening to Business Problems Solved. You can contact Lee on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter by searching for Lee Horton, the Business Problem Solver or via visiting www.leehorton.com for more content and to solve your business problems. And remember, saying you know how to do it is not doing it.